Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to another Melchester Odyssey. Um, we are on 24th of July, 1982 this week. Um, it's one of the ones, I'm looking at it now, it's one of the ones where we haven't got um, anything from the, the stories in the comic on the front page. We've actually got Mickey Shannon celebrating a goal. Um, it looks like with Alan Ball, maybe. He's leaping in the air. He's a bit of a leap onto Alan Ball himself. Um, uh, it's it says cheers for Shannon's cannon. So mm. I don't know why. Maybe they just couldn't be asked to commission anyone to draw something for the front page. To just fucking just get a picture of Mickey Shannon. Put that on the front. That'll fucking do. Everyone loves <laughs> Mickey Shannon. <laughs> We've had word from the publishers from the lads. Oh. From the We've had word from the cunts upstairs. There's a, they, they, they said that sales were down last week and we better pull something out of the bag this week. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Press the Mickey Shannon button. <laughs> Activate Shannon. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't read all the way through this issue properly before I uh, scanned some bits because I'm looking at the Hardman comic, which, of course, is, uh, what was he called? Johnny Johnny Dexter? Johnny Hardcamp. Ah. Johnny Hardcunt and the boss, of course, <laughs> is Victor Boscovich, who's the deranged Eastern European. Oh, he is fucking rotund ball. He, he made a, he's made a cameo before, hasn't he? I think he made a cameo when we were doing when we were doing Roy of the Eighties near the beginning. Yeah. Didn't Roy try to sign someone off of him, and he just yeah, that's right. Roy off. He, he slammed the phone <laughs> down on him, didn't he? Yeah. Well, in this one, he's got someone in for a motivational speech, and it's fucking Big Daddy. Ah, oh, who better? Yes, that. mate. God. Although, the... do you know what? I I don't know. When Big Daddy used to fucking come on when I was a kid, I think I've reached an age where when I was young, when I was very young watching it, I'd mm. be like, go on, fucking get Big Daddy out. If Giant Haystacks was out there yeah. acting the fucking prick, right? And everyone... Buddy. And then all of it, you'd be thinking, I wonder if Big Daddy's almost always Big Daddy would make a surprise appearance, wouldn't yeah. they? It would Sort-ing always be surprised. Yeah. And Haystacks would shit it, right? And he'd come out. And then there was some, I don't know what age it was. Maybe it was when I reached eight, right? Mm. I don't know. Maturity. Maturity. Where one day I just thought, hang about, 
maybe Big Daddy's the cunt. Oh. In his fucking Union Jack top hat. And his kip. (laughs) Yeah. I thought Haystack seems to be more all about living out loud, not doing what the mainstream tell him to do, right? Yeah. Big Daddy seems like some sort of fucking, I don't know, like some sort of Tory. Yeah, exactly. With Haystacks, you got the feeling that he just like lived in a barn or something, or in a field. Haystacks you know I mean? had just. But hey, I'll tell you what Haystacks had done. He had opted out, right? Yeah. He had he had completely opted out of society's fucking rules and conventions. He thought, yeah. "I'm fucking fuck this, right? What do I get out of it? Nothing. They expect yeah. me. They expect to control me, and what do I get in return? Nothing." So I am opting out. I'm a free man of the land. I will yeah, live exactly. in a barn, right? Yeah. <laughs> squat. I will squat in a barn. In the barn of my choosing. He was feral, wasn't he? His dad yeah. was feral. And he'll be like, and I will take part in the wrestling on World of Sport, but mm. I'm not going to fucking observe the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to observe. Exactly. I, don't reserve, I don't respect the rules of society, and neither do I respect the rules of of wrestling. Of IDB wrestling. If the, if the best you've got to fucking stop me is that cunt Big Daddy coming out in his fucking cape and top hat, fine. Do you know what? I'll take the beating. And he does. He <laughs> takes the beating, doesn't he? Yeah. Look at it there. Big Daddy's got one fucking player in each hand lifting them off the ground. <laughs> what do you do, what do you know much about Shirley Crabtree's personal circumstances? I don't know very much about him at all. I'm, I'm surprised. Sure I, I am surprised it. you say that. It's exactly yeah. the sort of character. If I was doing some research on Shirley Crabtree, let's say for a biopic, you right? Me. The first person I'd be thinking was, <laughs> do I get Dawson involved as some sort of associate producer because he'll have the lowdown on him? I'm just having a quick look on Wikipedia because obviously it's there. Um, Didn't what's his name do a book about it? Uh, the guy who, who's that author who did Blood on the Carpet that. Radio One thing. Um, Simon Garfield. Didn't yeah, he, he did do the wrestling? The wrestling, yeah, yeah. Brilliant book. Yeah, we should deep dive that, actually. And isn't Shirley Crabtree involved in that? Yeah. I remember nothing about it because I haven't read it for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, longer, because I, I took a copy with me for some reason on our car journey to the 1998 Sunderland-Charlton playoff final. Right. Because we hired a car, and I took some reading material in case I was going to sit and read in the yeah. car on the way down. Turned out I just drank. Yeah. Um, didn't uh, do anything. How, how do you not see that coming? <laughs> well, I, I just thought... bring this book. Hello, chaps. I brought a book to while away the hours yes. in the car. Yes, exactly uh, that. All right, yeah. Andy. Fair enough. We were... Ah, what reading material have you brought? <laughs> oh, I didn't bring anything. Oh, did you bring travel Yahtzee? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, what activities are you going to pass the time with? You'll get very bored simply playing I Spy. Uh, oh, I've I'm got a tin of boiled sweet. Would you like a boiled sweet in case you get car sickness? <laughs> Shall we sing a song? <laughs> uh, I was just thinking of drinking all these cans of beer I picked up. Just talking oh. shit the whole time. Uh, uh, very anyway, well, doing I'll pub. drink one and one only. <laughs> Then there'd be one of those time lapse effects. <laughs> you just lying in the boot, surrounded by empty cans. <laughs> that was great because we picked our we picked the first line up at six a.m. Um, just as he got in the car, the uh, the news came on the radio, and obviously the pips came on. Pip, 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 pip. 
it is 6 a.m. It is the last pit but we just all opened our first can. And that was yeah. the beginning of the day. <laughs> 6 a.m. Away yeah. days. No oh, classic away days. Some of the but, yeah. greatest memories ever, aren't they? I, I left me copy of that book in that car. Uh, I did get another one, but I haven't read it since. Yeah, so I don't book. know too fuck much that about book. The... You had a good day out, and you know, yeah. all due respect to Simon Garfield, but do you know what? Fuck the wrestling because you had other priorities that day. Oh, I'd already read it. That's what it was. It was to lend to someone else because I'd already oh. read it. I've so read this, but I've decided to use this opportunity of the long car <laughs> journey to Wembley to reread it <laughs> to see if there's any good bits that I didn't that I didn't notice uh... before. Did anybody partake in the library system? Bring it, bring it, swap book club that I initiated. <laughs> no, I, oh, you must have I forgotten. I sent a message round on the electronic mail suggesting that all away days could be combined with our with with a library club. <laughs> yeah, didn't catch on. No, I can't see much on about him. Um, oh, did he kill someone? Yeah, he killed <laughs> someone in '87. He better not have killed giant haystacks. He killed he killed King Kong Kirk. Um, who I don't remember very well, but uh, it says uh, Big Daddy delivered a splash and pinned King Kong Kirk. Rather than selling the impact of the finishing move, Kirk turned an unhealthy colour and was rushed to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead on arrival. Uh, he had a serious heart condition and cleared Crabtree of any responsibility, although Crabtree was devastated. So uh, that's yeah. where they got the idea for Rocky Four from. I bet. I think it probably is. Yeah. That's wrestling for you. People die sometimes. Um, okay. Pa- right. Apparently, Shirley Crabtree saw Rocky Four and and <laughs> then wrote to Thatcher saying that he wanted to go and wrestle the best wrestler in Russia in order to end <laughs> <Yeah>. the Cold War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we better crack on. Roy the Rovers. Mm. Where are we up to? Um, obviously, we're a couple of weeks behind because we didn't do any Roy the Rovers stuff last time. And it's heading in that it's direction. MOT, wasn't it? MOT stuff, yeah. Um, Roy and Jimmy Slade combined to make a brilliant catch, it says. That's what's coming up. It says the Rovers were playing a series of one day cricket matches against powerful Carmody's Cavaliers to raise money for struggling Stanthorpe United, who were managed by former Melchester star Lofty Peak. In the first match, injuries to the Rovers were mounting alarmingly oh. as the Cavaliers set about the Melchester bowling. And what's happening first? There's a nice page wide frame first. Um, Rovers are fielding. Uh, obviously, we've got the Lampards in the crowd describing what's happening. One of them says, That's a beautiful late cut from Garth Hastings. It's four <laughs> all the way. Uh, Hastings, of course, one of Carmody's Cavaliers, proper cricketer. But no, it's not a four all the way because look, it's Roy and he dives to his right spectacularly. Doesn't manage uh, to catch it, but he palms it upwards and he goes, Mmph! I've done it. enough. I've done enough. I took the momentum out of it. That was. I didn't actually aim to catch it because <laughs> I'm playing strategically. All I wanted to do was take some power out of it so it don't reach the boundary. And it made me look good. And that's the main thing. That's what we're here for. And he goes. Oh, he pop- I've got me on personal <laughs> photographer in the crowd to just train his lens on me throughout the fucking match. So anytime I do a good dive or anything like that, he gets it, and we'll be flogging those as well. I brought him back from the hospital. He was taking pictures of the baby, but I bunged him a wanna, and he's coming along. He's going to take some photos of me looking good here. Um, yeah, I'm going to sell him as a job lot to one of them fucking magazines. <laughs> Babies, it'll be a, it'll be a mix of the baby and pen, and just me playing cricket on the day. 
Mostly me. <laughs> we'll have her at the end as a kind of, you know, this also happened. So we go, And a baby. Uh, whether it's a boy or a girl, I can't remember now. I'll catch up <laughs> later in the day, probably. Although, if we win, chances are I'll probably be going straight from here to the feathers. Once I've done a bit of fucking glad handing, you know, press the flesh. I'll probably go up the feathers for a few. Don't know if it'll be a not-locking night, so it might be that I won't be seeing the new baby until tomorrow. If they're home, well, I've no idea whether they'll let them home or not. If they I'll be, are, I'll, I'll creep be sleeping in. it off. Because sometimes I'll... the bet, the bet, these new babies, they don't know how fucking make a racket in the night, so I'll probably sneak in, sleep in the spare room or my den. And then I'll have to sleep that off tomorrow. So, yeah, I mean, it could be end of week for a seeing baby. I mean, I'm going to sleep it off tomorrow. I might go in tomorrow evening. But I've got a suite booked for the next month at the uh, top hotel in Melchester. And uh, if I need to re- retreat to that, let's say. The Melchester do. Grand. They've got a suite they keep aside <laughs> for me. The Roy Race suite. Um. So, yeah. Oof. No, Roy's managed to knock the ball up, and Jimmy Slade has caught it. Oh, and you don't Slade often see that. It. Slade catches it and shouts, "How's that?" Like you do in cricket. Hooray! I love shouting, "How's that?" When I play cricket yeah. in the garden with Len, mm-hmm. you know, I just love it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a bit of a cunt about it because you know, end of the day, he's nine and I'm forty-five. Yeah. But if I yeah. catch him, I'm like this: "How's that?" And I fucking <laughs> chuck it in the air. Because right I'm not really, yeah. I'm not really a cricketer, but mm. I know the, the the sexy bits of cricket, the and, vernacular, and that is the sexiest bit of all cricket, mm. isn't it? That mm. well, the best bit. You know mm. what the best bit about cricket is, mate? What's that? Tea, the sandwiches. Oh god, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, I'd be watching the clock. I love it when I'm watching it on mm. the telly, and then they go, and now they're breaking for tea. And I just can't stop thinking about what they're going to have. The worst bit about it is, why is the tea not covered? Why do they not have cameras in the tea I know. room? It's ridiculous. I always picture triangular sandwiches in a variety mm. of flavours. Victoria sponge. And um, one of those tiered cake stands with oh, individual an cakes. array of French fancies. Mm. You know, the lovely, brightly coloured mm. French fancies. Mm. I think it's for a good reason, because if they did start covering the tea on the coverage nobody would tune in for the actual cricket they just tuned in for the tea and uh, it would throw it would turn the game on its head it would so, uh, yeah for the best I reckon uh, just um, like the players would probably protest because they want to you know a lot of them will want a bit of privacy no fuck that we own them it's the same when, when, when I eat tea I am if I'm I'm probably never more gluttonous than when presented with a tea yeah right like if I have triangular sandwiches, mm-hmm. cake, and oh scones with cream and jam, oh, right, and hell. a pot of tea, I'm like I I disgust myself. I, I'm like a monster. Yeah. I almost like hoover up the table. It's something that should be done alone, isn't it? You shouldn't have yeah. to do it in polite society. I'm exactly because I I feel a great deal of shame. And I wouldn't want to be watched mm. by millions of television. Maybe that's viewers. what the players do. Maybe the players are the same, mm. and they've they've insisted. That it's it's not put on TV because they're just gluttons. Because they'd be really hungry after all that cricket. I would be. There's a there's a fancy cafe. Oh, you know the um, uh, we haven't talked about it in such a long time because of lockdown. But the me- the media hub where I used to work in the daytime and see yeah. Gary Lineker. 
Yeah. Well, obviously, they, like a lot of businesses, try and survive by doing takeout and delivery. In yeah. fact, one local cafe owner told my mate that he had doubled his profits during lockdown because wow. he didn't have to just deal with people fucking being in his shop all day. He could do more business, just churn out, churn out, churn yeah. out. Apparently, yeah. he said something along the lines of, yeah, I mean, the good thing about lockdown is you don't have some comp coming in for one cup of coffee and taking up a table for three hours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Name and no names, Mr. Delaney. <laughs> Lineker. <laughs> Lineker. <laughs> no, but this that was a different cafe. This place, they are doing, they sent an email, they are doing takeaway afternoon tea. Oh. So you can go... I mean, I'm not going to do it because I'd, I'd the other day I fucking made scones. It was delicious, right? Yeah. But it's fucking tempting. I mean, you don't get the tea, obviously. Mm. I don't think they give you a flask of tea, but they give you this box Flask. and it has mm. fresh cream in a pot, jam, mm-hmm. loads of fruit scones, cake and sandwiches, mate. Fucking hell. The dream ticket. Yeah. Make your own make your own fucking tea. Yeah. Here, here's the food bit. Make your own All drink. you have to do is put hot water on some fucking leaves. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. I know we charge £2.75 for it, but fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jalapeño. So, yeah, uh, Jimmy Slade's caught it. And Jimmy Slade has caught it? Says the Lampard. Hooray! Hastings is out! That's a really valuable wicket for the Rovers. Yeah, sharp, mate. Stop pretending you understand what's going on. (laughs) 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 You fucking football fan, cunt. Uh, Racy's on the ground after the dive that he did that led to the catch. Uh, It's a really valuable wicket for the Rovers. And then Blackie Gray continues the conversation that has started in the crowd out at the boundary. He says, uh, a risky one too, diving like that. Naughty boy, right? <laughs> um, er, uh, Duncan Mackay says, "I, I thought we weren't supposed to take chances, Roy, in case of injury." <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right. <laughs> point taken, says Roy. Fuck then we it. get a close up. Calm down, you mad con. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in charge. Fuck off. I um, don't get fucking injured, do I? Unless some <laughs> cunt shoots me in the head, and even then, I bounce back after about a month. 
And then we get serious Roy, where we get a close-up of his face. Love with this. a serious expression, yeah. But we've got to try and make a fight of it. If we get beaten too easily, there'll be a poor attendance for the next game, which won't raise much money for Lofty Peak. <laughs> too right. Oh, that's, oh that's, mate. <laughs> that's the message for the kids out there, yeah. If you don't try, you won't raise money for good causes. Plus, um, plus as well, something. I'm on profit yeah. share. I, I arranged flat fee plus profit share because I'm like, Lofty, end of the day, you can pay me my fees. But you attaching my name to this event is going <laughs> to fucking boost ticket sales like nobody's business. And I just feel that I'm deserving of, to be honest, 60% of whatever profits come in. The rest I mean, you can I, give to the charity. Fine. I lend this endeavour a certain cachet, let's say, which is worth <laughs> mm, 40%. Right, race. Puts bombs on seats, Lofty. You fucking know it, Right. And I am very aware of my own value. It says at the top of this story, struggling Stanthorpe United for a good reason, because you're struggling. That's why we're here. <laughs> That's why I've sorted this out. So therefore, 40% non-negotiable. <laughs> um, so then we have, it says, the next batsman, Indian test star Menjip Singh, soon got into his stride. Uh, and there we are. There's uh, That's a lovely frame there of some cricket. That does look lovely, doesn't it? It is. Um, I've got to admit, there's something so soothing about cricket, isn't there? We, oh, I mean, yeah. We've talked about it before, yeah. but if you look at that image there, which obviously your listeners can't see, uh, but you'll have posted it, it, it's just like the lovely, just the the beautiful green grass. <laughs> it's just yeah. relaxing to look at, fresh, mate. Yeah. Maybe it's lockdown that sent us this way. Makes us more cricket outdoors. Yeah, yeah. it might have done. Yeah, We've got more time, I guess, or some of us have, to sit around and watch cricket, but it's that whole thing of the uh, outdoors and the sunshine and the. Uh, there's a the green, there's a nice grass. cricket pitch where I live in in my area, and a, and there's a local cricket team. I tell you what, when this is over, I'm fucking going down there with a cream tea picnic, mate. Yeah, I've got one near me as well. I've also bought tickets for T20 at Durham for oh, nice. uh, a few months down the line. So me and the boy are going to go and watch that um, outdoors, safe, fresh air. Yeah, oh. lovely stuff, mate. You'll be um, all vaccinated by then as well. Oh, we ja- well, will I? Because they fucking postponed oh, it load, by a month, haven't the, they? There's a load stuck in India, apparently. Something on like a fucking that. Runway. Something's gone on. Fuck's sake. I reckon there's fucking... loads of international espionage going on around these yeah. things, and one day Facts they'll make a film about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like people yeah. just nicking. You'll have fucking the Russians running around like nicking fucking plane loads of vaccine and all mm. that stuff. I reckon there's lots of what they describe as back channels. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. But I hear that and I think that's what's going on. Lots of back that's channels. That's what they could call the film. Back channels. Back channels. Yeah. Um, Tom Hardy yeah. in back channels. <laughs> that could be about anything, though. Yeah. That could be about anything espionage Back yeah. Channels 4. Could be a porno. Could be, yeah. Um, right, so, yeah, uh, uh, Menjip Singh hits one, which Steve Naylor dives and manages to cut it out before it heads to the boundary. Oh, well stopped, Steve Naylor. He saved a couple of runs at least. <laughs> God, so it says then, with the score of 39 for one wicket, uh, Race is bringing himself on. That's not a masturbation reference. That's no. that he's coming on as a bowler. 
He's rolling his sleeves up, look. Look at what no he does. He's, about... he's sort of tensing himself up to make himself look extra muscular. Like, you know, like when an animal rises up prior to attack. Yeah, pops just out his chest. He's yeah. rolled his sleeves right up to show off his impressive biceps. Yeah. Okay, and definition. And it's not, I don't even fucking lift. It's just natural. I mean, look at me. Fucking four months ago, I was in a coma. Look at me now. Fucking incredible, Unbe- if I say so myself. Unbelievable. It's my metabolism, apparently. That's what the doctors say. I was born like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, the thing is about me is I eat what I want. I, I have pie most days in the feathers, you know. Uh, usually like a steak pie. They'll do that for me. For breakfast, Peace, I send... gravy. To, 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 for breakfast, I get Penn to make me maybe half a dozen sausages and I just eat them. Maybe with leftover gravy, if there is any, right? That's my basic <laughs> breakfast. I have crisps through the day. Uh, and then for tea, I'll usually pick up chips on the way back from the feathers. So, you know, I, I eat what the fuck I want, but my body is all, is sheer perfection. <laughs> just lucky, I, I suppose. As comedy's cavaliers are about to fucking find out when I start <laughs> slinging balls at them. I'm like a fucking traction engine. Watch this. I'm like, I'm like one of the machines they get down the club. It just pumps uh, the balls out. I'm liable to take some cunt's head off now. Have a look. <laughs> Where's the photographer? Hey, mate, have a good look at this. Get ready. <laughs> About to do some fucking racy damage. <laughs> so, obviously, the Lampards are commenting on it. Race is bringing himself on. About time. He's a useful mid-pace bowler. How the mid-pace. fuck do you know? Fuck mid-fucking off. pace. Fucking watch this with your mid-pace, you cunt. Let's hope we can slow the run rate down. Oh, God, yes. Please, someone, slow down the run rate. Uh, and <laughs> that fucking first one. Look at that. He's just hurled the cunt. <laughs> have, have that cunt. <laughs> Full toss. And it got the treatment it deserved. Ralph Carmody swatted it for four. Oh, dear. Yeah, he has. He's just fucking chucked it at him. Um, and again. The Cavalier skipper is starting to open up. If he gets set, he could win the game on his own. This has gone wrong for Racy, this, hasn't it? Well, just wait. It runs for two balls there. That's not good. He's just getting his eye in, though, I think, Sam, because look on the next one. I think it's a hustle. I think what you're seeing here is is a cricket hustle. It's fucking inside his head, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah. because if you're you're chucking him and inviting him to attack right twice, then the bloke gets a bit cocky and confident... Third yeah. ball, you, you're a little bit more cheeky, but by that stage, the cunt's just thinking, all I've got to do is swing my bat at this and I'll yeah. get a fucking boundary. Yeah, it's well, the old fucking switcheroo. think again, dickhead, I fucking tricked yeah. you. Most sports, my friend, are played in the mind. And this one is no <laughs> exception. <laughs> Take a look at this, Let me tell you cunt. something. I was fucking right inside your fucking knot before this even fucking started. <laughs> Last night, I fucking set up camp there, got my sleeping bag, I've been keeping there overnight, <laughs> unbeknownst to you. <laughs> but Roy's third ball dipped sharply at the last second, and it bounces, and he fucking right through the stumps, and Ralph Carmody goes, oh, bolt him, oh, great ball, Roy, beautiful Yorker. Fuck off. Well, yeah, useful, oh, hang on, I wrote some words down somewhere. Oh, here it is. Yorker. <laughs> and then 
Uh, who's that? Is that Jimmy Slade? I'm not sure. He says, I reckon you fed him those first two fours, Roy, just to make him a bit careless. Hey, just like what you said, Sam. Mm. I mean, all right, he's given him eight runs on a plate, but whatever. Uh, and Roy says, and it worked. That was a lazy shot from Carmody. I think that's just... Blackie saying it. Is it? Because Roy's, too... oh, Roy's yeah, doing sorry. his fun yeah. modesty. Like, well, yeah. you lot can think what you want, but the, the important thing is the cunt's out. How I did it? That's for that's Don't Roy's matter. business. Alright, Mark. That was a lazy shot from Carmody. He's not even. He's not worth one fucking inch of Roy Lace. <laughs> Two overs later, Steve Naylor produced a really devastating ball. Uh, How's that? Men chips out. Like before wicket, the Cavaliers are seventy-seven for three wickets. Uh, it says the, the touring team still needing 78 runs to win. And here comes the man who's done most of the damage, Ralph Meeker, who, of course, is the nemesis of this whole thing. The fucking brash Australian with a moustache and the fucking open neck shirt. Mm. The fucking tower of masculinity. Um, no, let's be honest, though, mate. He is sexy. Yeah, of course he is. That's why I'm stumbling over my words a little bit there. Yeah, yeah you've, you've, you've fucking, you need to compose yourself, mate, over this Whoa. Ralph Minka. Fucking hell. Um, uh, hey, Noel, why don't you give him a bit of his own medicine? The Aussie fastballer had been verbaling the Rovers, but he had an equal in Noel Baxter. <laughs> I'm going to verbalise them. <laughs> Aussie style. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an equal in Noel Baxter, as if Noel Baxter is fucking Ralph Meek is equal in any stretch yeah. of the imagination. Fucking Fuck Noel off. Baxter, self-styled funny man of the team. Noel fucking ha-ha Baxter, fuck off. Um, and Noel says, uh, the Cavaliers must be getting desperate, Ralph, he's sending you in so early. Oh, good one. Fucking, and, and Meek just glares at him and waves his bat at him and says, listen, sport, you better stand well back. Or I'll use the ball to wipe that grin off your face. <laughs> so basically, they think no. They yeah. think no is going to get inside this fucking nutter's yeah. brain. And what's happened yeah. is he's gone over with a shit line. Yeah. <laughs> they must be desperate sending you in. <laughs> and he's just basically turned around, look, looked him up and down, and went, "I will smash your fucking face in." He's threatened to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I will smash your face in with this cricket with a bat. Ball. Do you understand me, you little pobby prick? Yes, sorry. Scuttles back to Roy. What happened? How did it go? How did it go, Nolly? Oh, I had to run away because you said he was going to smash my face in with a cricket bat. Oh, fuck me. Why did I send a prick to do a bloke's job? Roy, Roy, I've I've shit my pants again. I'll have to go in and change in the pavilion. (laughs) Go on, then. Get going. I'm not going to make you play in shitty pants. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Next time I'll send fucking Duncan over. At least they'll confuse him. <laughs> so, um, what's he called? Mika takes to the, to the crease and it says, needled by Noel's remark, Mika reacted furiously. <laughs> and he's fucking, <laughs> his first ball, he's oh, just fuck. fucking swung at it and he goes, he goes, Gaia! <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually an Antipodean word that he's got, for, yeah. that he's brought over from Australia. Yeah. For fucking have this. 
And uh, there's Blackie. There's Blackie. Go- oh, there's Blackie going there. Like, walk out. Thankfully, it's not his face, it's his fucking kneecap, top of his shin. Uh, and look at Roy's face there, agony. It's <laughs> worse when he got face. shot. It is. He goes, ow! Uh, and it's the, the Lampard said, he, he couldn't get out of the way, it's cracked him on the shin. Another injury. If it's serious, the Rovers are really in trouble. Oh, God. And that's where it ends. And it says, is Racy seriously hurt? Find out next week. Um, I'm giving this a 10, Sam. I'm giving this fucking a 10. good. It, really dramatic. Brilliant. Absolutely. Both exciting, but also relaxing. And it's rare that you get that to that, those combinations. But, mate, that's yeah. cricket. In fact, if I was in charge of marketing cricket to get more yeah. kids into it, that's the line I would use. Cricket, exciting, mm-hmm. yet relaxing. Yeah, there we go. That's it from this one. Um, yeah, Big Daddy and the cricket. Um, we'll be back with more next week. Um, take care of yourselves. Remember, you are your own best friend. If you're feeling sad, have a little rest. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.